We are farmers. Dump bum 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 bum. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's Wednesday. Now makes now I got that. I'm the Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> All these commercials. KG Wentworth. Eight seven seven cuts down. It's my money and I my money. Give me money. Yeah, give me money. Everyone sucks here with Sam Sushi and AJ. It is Wednesday. Yeah. Definitely Wednesday. That's not a lie. 100% Definitely. Wednesday. Definitely Wednesday. Definitely not doing any like recording magic when this is happening. No, right? it's no. 100 but This is live. Yeah. If you know us, you know we don't know magic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're not good enough for that kind of stuff. We, you know, no. we didn't get we the magic have, we don't gene. We don't have that sleight of hand, you know? The magic gene. You guys have any? You guys have any news or any updates or anything you want to share? Mm, um, hmm. No. <laughs> wow. No. I had to think about it. I had to think about it. No. What about Not you, really. What about you, Sam? Um, to celebrate season three of Everyone Sucks Here, I have added a free code to my fan house, uh, oh, where if you idea. if you sign up. Uh, for my fan house, and use the code ESH at sign up. You'll get a free month sub, and that's going to be running to the end of the month. So this is perfect. Oh my god! This will go up in I August anyway. Do the same thing. It is a fan house dot app slash Sam J. Look at that! Look at that! Bam! Um, Ooh, that's looks not like, a bad idea. Looks like by the time this comes out, there might be another promotion on sushi. <laughs> I would, uh, I would probably, you know what? I'm just going to call it right now. Go on fanhouse.app slash sushi monster uh, and same code, free month. So, let's go. You know what my favorite part We're about talking. this is? She's acting like this is brand new, but she fucking liked and retweeted my announcement. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this that- just goes to show how much she pays attention to things. things. This is, this. That, no, here's the thing. It's not about paying attention. It's about she's supporting her friend yeah. and doesn't care what it is. Yeah. So whatever you put out, she's supporting it by I'm liking and retweeting. I'm going to like it. Yeah. And I'm going to retweet it the because true, you're my friend. The true MVP and, and I, of I, Twitter. And I the ESH and went, that's about me, too. <laughs> for those of you who, who are listening on the uh, on like Spotify or any of the podcast apps, we appreciate it. But for those of you also listening on like things like YouTube, I have been putting those links. There's all sorts of links down below uh, in that little area right down there. So it's like things to our like our um, like our, our gilded, which is open for the community to join and hang out and chat and talk and submit stories. And, and that's been super fun. It's actually yeah. like oh, yeah. pretty popping in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you guys ever want to join that, it's gilded.gg slash uh, everyone sucks here. Did you know we actually have a little announcement with that? Oh, oh, um, yeah. Get this. We are officially verified on. <gasps> we got a blue check mark on Gilded. We like our server. Like, hey, not, I'm well, verified on something. Yeah, finally? like not yep. even like not even like not even like my personal server is verified. Yeah. Like, like our, but our ESH, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? We're fucking real. I'm going to do this. So I submitted a little <gasps> thing and then, um. You know, it, it came back, and we are officially ver- we got the blue check mark and everything. So if you go oh. to 
gilded.gg slash everyone sucks here. You will see the blue check mark. We are That's real. That's how popping it is. We're verified, yeah. baby. I love I love how we found out. It was literally I went on to say some trash ass shit in the gilded and I looked up and I was like, did we get a blue check mark? Is this what is, is this? Real? Is this real? What? What is that? And AJ was like, oh, yeah. I forgot I did that. <laughs> I forgot I did that. That old thing. So, yeah, that was so that's pretty that's cool. Pretty, pretty cool. I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah. News there. So we are we got we we are, we've got a verified thing. We're all real. So every that's and that is open for everybody. If you're listening on any of the services, whatever, if you're listening on, on your iPhone, whatever, gilded.gg slash everyone sucks here. There's also an app for for iPhones and for Android, whatever. But you guys can hang out and talk with us and chat and submit stories and talk about the stories, talk about these, share your pictures of your pets, whatever the fuck. you, Whatever you want to do, it's all there. Um, and then also, I've got my own little announcement, which is that I have – it actually, it's – okay, by the time this episode comes out, it's out now. It okay. should be the newest video yeah. on my personal YouTube, which is youtube.com slash simplyaj. Uh, I think it's pretty fucking good. I was I was laughing put to get, putting it together. I know Sam was pretty mad while I did it. Oh no! Oh no! Because here's the thing, Sushi. If you watch it, I don't know if you watch my shit or not, but you should watch this one if you watch anything. It's okay. so fucking relatable because it's. I, I'm just gonna say it's very relatable. It's very fucking relatable. I promise you, if you watch it, you'll be like, I relate to this, and I know it's gonna piss you off in the way that, that in a way, but you're gonna relate to it. According to Sam's face, <laughs> right at this current moment, it's trust me. I think you'll get a laugh. I do think. She I think. It's I not th- pleased right now. I know, but she also got a chuckle out of it, so it's okay. I did. She, I it's, did. It's not that it's not funny. It's that it's just it's un. What did you do? It's unfortunately <laughs> super late. You have to go to, on two. Well, what did you, know, you do? Yeah, what so did you do? You will see. So YouTube.com slash Simply AJ is the Alejandro, what did you do? Alejandro. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. It this this is a good one. It's, yeah. it's I think it's relatable to everybody, especially Oh my god, us. what what is it? I I'll tell you the topic after we're done recording because I can't say it right now. Right. But I'll tell you okay. When we're done. But uh, go watch that latest video. Yeah, go watch it, everybody. Yeah, okay, I will. All I'm, right, I'm, you sold me. I'm it came really out on excited. Tuesday. I'm really excited about it. It's because it's a little bit different, but I'm I'm genuinely like I, I'm I'm beaming about it. It's gonna You're be like good. You're like geeked out. I'm geeked okay, out. cool. It's good. So um, that's awesome. I like it when uh, we start getting like proud of our content and we're like, oh, this is good, and I know it's good, and people are like strangers are telling me that it's good and they like it. Like that's an interesting yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I yeah. hope I hope you all watch watch it because it's it no matter no matter what you're into. Like I know a lot of my content is video game themed, but it's still trust me, super relatable for anybody. But yeah, we'll we'll you you'll see. Um, I think. That's all we've got, like, announcement-wise. Yeah, like, we, I think so. I've got the links to to both of their fan houses. They are always in the bottom down there for YouTube stuff. So, and again, if, you, if you're listening on the podcast services, it's just fan at, or fanhouse.app slash samj and fanhouse.app slash sushimonsters. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. Correct. Um, we have full stories for you guys today. Yeah. What, who do you want to go first, Sam? You want me to go first? How you? Um, I see you have an "Am I the asshole?" So I think you should go first. I, I do, I do. I went ahead and now the the irony is the fact that if you guys listened on this past Monday here, mm-hmm. uh, you would go, "Oh, it's almost like 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 Sushi and AJ planned this because of her Am I the asshole?" story wasn't 
wasn't planned. This just always happens. Um, somehow we always just always like the three of us always seem to have these like weird like relatable stories, and that's where we're at with this. So this is, am I the asshole for refusing to look after my roommate's kid and calling the police for child abandonment? Oh shit! This escalated quickly. Yes. So. The landlord rented out the other room to a mom and her two-year-old daughter. Wasn't a big fan of the idea, but I have no input on who gets the room as each room is a separate lease. A room? Yeah, which, by the way, I don't think I could ever live in that kind of situation. It's one thing to have a roommate, but for somebody else, for, but to have a landlord that decides, like, yeah, each, like, you, don't, like you don't even get to decide your roommates together, yeah. you know, that's, that's too much. Uh, I squashed the idea very early on that I will watch, feed, or entertain the kid in any way. She's asked a few times for me to watch her daughter just for a bit and share food that I've ordered, but I've made it clear that it will not happen every time. She texted me on Saturday while I was playing a game that she had a family emergency and I need to watch her kid overnight. No response to my texts after that. Fuck that. So I called the cops and told them the child was abandoned. After that, I left and went to a movie with my phone on silent. I'm not sure what happened after that, but she was back when I came home from the movie. She is trying to get the landlord involved now, too. Am I the asshole? <sighs> so I pulled this from a place that I don't I, I unfortunately can't read the comments, but I think 100 percent everyone sucks here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because one, like, if again, this is if you have a kid and you don't have the means to fucking figure out, like, your kid is not other people's responsibility; it is your fucking yep. responsibility. It is, mm -hmm. and let alone a complete and utter stranger. This isn't even like your friend. Yeah. This is a fucking stranger. This yeah. is somebody else rented out a room, and you're like, this is a complete and utter fucking why, stranger. Why can't you take the kid to the family emergency? Yeah, exactly. You take the fucking kid with you, whatever. Like, like, right. But, but the OP is also an asshole because this is a two-year-old, and not only, not only, you left a two-year-old alone, you fucking monster. Like this, like. Yes. Does it suck that you have this fucking weird ass roommate that you can't control? Yes, that is awful. But this kid is the most innocent part of this mm, equation. Mm -hmm. And you as a fucking human being have the responsibility to go, oh, I'm alone with this kid. And yeah, that's fucking annoying. But I'm not you don't abandon a two year old, yeah. let alone uh, also in period. Don't ever willingly call the cops and invite them into your house and also don't ever call the cops and invite them in your house when you're Stop not home cop callers like stop don't call the cops don't invite the cops <laughs> in your house, and don't invite the cops in your house when you're not home are you kidding me the thing that i hate the most about this is that she was willing to leave her two-year-old overnight overnight with a stranger with a stranger yeah yeah, I don't know if I hate that more than the, than the actual person who went. You know what? I'm gonna leave this kid alone. I I don't know which one I hate more. I think they're both equally terrible because that's an absolutely awful mother who does this. Who goes? I'm gonna abandon my fucking kid and leave them here with this complete other stranger. But it also is a fucking monster to go. I'm gonna abandon this kid because fuck him. Like yeah, it's a two year old dude. Yeah. Like they got like like I I already told the story before about how. Uh, back when before everything was a fucking 
disaster when Sam and I were at the mall. Oh, yeah. And we literally saw a toddler walking around alone. And I, like, fucking was keeping my eye on it because I was like, oh, my God. And then found out that the parents were, like, playing some fucking shitty hide-and-seek game in the mall. But, like, you see that kind of shit, you need to step up and not – it's a fucking toddler, dude. Like, I don't care if you hate kids, you, whatever – it's a toddler, like it's a fucking baby, like they're innocent. At, at the very, at the very least, if you're gonna like say, if you're gonna do this, call the cops for child abandonment. Stay with the fucking kid, you know, like yeah. don't. Just, I would abandon it too, like. And now she's trying to get the landlord. What is the landlord gonna do? Say, uh, you know, yeah. If I was the landlord, I'd be like, okay, well, if I can figure out how to way to get both of y'all out, yeah. <laughs> fuck both of you, like, yeah. god damn. You're both trash. Get out. You're both trash. God damn. Everybody sucks here. Everybody sucks. Everyone sucks. Yeah. I, uh, oh, my God. I had almost I had almost picked another one, and I'll just do a quick little summary of it, but I, I didn't just because it was fucking... Everyone in this like, it got a little too dark, but it was like... And then I realized it's just the same old bullshit of, like, eh, you're not the asshole and you're just writing a story sort of thing, which is, like, am I the asshole for getting pregnant before my sister-in-law? <laughs> and it was, like, this whole thing about, like... The fucking sister-in-law was, like, demanding that this woman literally, like, abort her baby and shit because it's, it's, it was, like, 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 you're not allowed to have the first grandkid sort of thing because we're older than you sort of deal. And then, I like, as I read I the story. I you fucking lying. What? I, I'm dead serious. This is a real-ass story. And I, I almost read it, but the only reason I'm giving this light little summary recap is because after I read it, I went, damn, you really had to ask that... <laughs> If you were the asshole in this situation, like, this is too stupid for me, like, <laughs> yeah. to really discuss. But so I'm just throwing that out there. If you have a story that you think that is that blaringly obvious, then just, just, just don't don't ask the question if you're the asshole. Just tell the story as it is. <laughs> like, don't act like don't act like, like, am I the asshole here? Like, just tell the story and be yeah. done with it. Uh, so what have you got for us, Sam? So I actually found a uh, a new a uh, little subreddit here that I've been browsing through. It's it's really good. So previously we had um oh god, what is it called? Uh I don't I don't ma'am I don't work here or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So this is Tales from the Customer. Um and a lot of them are, are really, really good. So this one caught my eye. Um and this is uh, this is from three years ago, but uh, it's still it's still pretty good. Uh, you should have been here at 7 a.m., even though your appointment time says 9 a.m. That's the title. Yeah, that's the title. My vet has been after me to take my dog to get his teeth cleaned. I made an online appointment to drop him off and received a confirmation email of my appointment time being 9 a.m. A couple days ago before the appointment, I received another reminder email with 9 a.m. I arrived to a clinic at 8.45 a.m. and check in with the receptionist. They asked me to have a seat and they'll come to get my dog quickly to take him back. About 30 minutes later, after no one had come, I asked the receptionist if there was a delay and she responded, well, you should have been here at 7 a.m. So since you're late, it's taking longer. I replied that the appointment time I received and confirmed was for 9. She refused to accept my answer and continued to say that it was 7 a.m. and it doesn't matter what I received. I politely sat back down to wait again instead of engaging in an argument. Shortly after, they came to take my dog back to clean his teeth. I spoke with the vet tech, and they said that the reason for the 7 a.m. arrival was for blood work, but it wasn't a big deal, and they'd get, they'd get it done still. 
Before leaving, I looked up the email on my phone, and of course, it said 9 a.m. I proceeded to try to show the email to the receptionist, who didn't even look at the email and instead said, I don't have control over the email sent. That's corporate. I responded that she may not be responsible for sending the emails, but she works for the company who does and should be able to provide the feedback. She smirked at me and kept to her story that it wasn't her problem and it was my fault. I wasn't informed of the early arrival. The smirking is what sent me over the top. She began to act as if she wanted to physically fight, which was fine with me, but the lead tech came out to defuse the situation. Eventually, I left to do a few errands while they completed the teeth cleaning. 3 p.m. rolls around, and I begin to get worried that I hadn't heard from the vet since 9 a.m. I attempted to call with no answer, and after a few tries, someone did. I asked about my dog, and they simply responded with, He's doing good. He's been out to pee, and they should be calling you soon. And we hung up. 4.30 p.m. comes, and I'm starting to get more and more upset that I have no idea what's going on. I tried calling, and despite numerous calls I couldn't get through, I called corporate, who also was having trouble getting through. Corporate told me the only way to truly speak with someone was to go there. I tell the guy on the phone he better hope he gets a hold of them before I get there to warn them I'm coming because it won't be pretty. I drive 30 minutes with corporate still trying to get a hold of them. I park, get out of the car, walk up to the front desk, and wait for the receptionist. Corporate comes back on the phone saying they still can't get a hold of them. I tell the guy, oh, I know. I'm right here waiting for the receptionist to stop ignoring me, and I'm watching them ignore your phone calls. At the vet, I ask about my dog. They hadn't even completed the teeth cleaning. My dog had been kenneled for eight hours for nothing. At this, point, at this point, my voice is raised and I'm not holding anything back. The same lead vet tech comes out to discuss with me. And while I'm explaining that just that morning, the receptionist, who wasn't there anymore, had argued with me about needing to be there at 7 a.m. for nothing, that it wouldn't have mattered whether I got there at 7 a.m. or camped out in the parking lot, they wouldn't have completed my dog's cleaning anyway. I also pointed out the fact that no one communicated with me about them not being able to get to my dog. What does this vet tech do? She smirks at me. I couldn't even contain the rage anymore. I started lecturing her about the smirking and the fact that the same behavior is what set me off the morning with the morning receptionist. She swore she wasn't smirking and apologized, but it was too late. I told her if they don't bring me my dog, I will go back there myself and get him. An employee in the store, the vet clinic, uh, is inside a pet store, who was leaving, stopped in his tracks and began watching the altercation between me and the lead vet tech. He stood there for about five minutes holding an empty water jug about 15 to 20 feet away. After I finished giving the tech a lecture, I turned to the employee and said, can I help you? You can keep moving. This isn't a show. His response was to turn around and walk back into the grooming salon that was right next to the vet and point at me as he gossiped to his co-workers. Me? I waved. I yelled, where's your manager? He came back out and told me he was the manager and he was worried about the vet tech's safety. I turned to the vet tech and asked her if she felt threatened and she replied no. I pointed out to him that he wasn't needed and if he was so worried about her safety, he should have been much closer than 20 feet away for so long and shouldn't have retreated to his grooming salon until I called him out for gossiping. As I'm talking to him, a woman appears and asks what's going on. Guess what? She was the manager. I tell her that homeboy wanted to be an onlooker and then go and gossip to other employees. She tells me he wouldn't do that. I tell her at this point, all I want is to leave. All I want is my dog, and I'm gone. They bring, me, they bring my dog out while the manager, grooming employee, and lead vet tech are there. Homeboy tries to pet my dog. Excuse me, but you were just so threatened by me, so why are you trying to pet my dog? Don't touch him. That's me. Don't, yeah, don't touch don't my touch dog. My fucking dog. Don't touch my yeah. fucking dog. 
As I'm trying to leave, the lady who runs the clinic comes out and tells me she wants to talk. I respond, I'm done talking. They've lost my dog as a patient. She continues to try to get me to speak with her, so finally I give in. I don't want to be rude to an older lady. As I'm describing everything I've been through, the incorrect time on the email, the receptionist with the attitude, my dog being contained for eight hours for no reason, the lead vet tech smirking, the employee who couldn't mind his business. She proceeds to tell me that they knew when I dropped him off that they wouldn't be able to get to him because of another emergency. Say what? She also tells me they're having a lot of trouble with the employees at the clinic and she's upset at my experience and wants the opportunity to do better. She offers to clean my dog's teeth if I bring him in again, to which I reply, absolutely not. I've got problems with at least two of your employees and you want me to trust your team to take care of my dog? You're crazy. I left and vowed never to shop at the pet store nor use the clinic or grooming salon ever again. Good riddance. This, and, and there were so many comments from people who work um, at, at vet clinics and stuff. And they basically yeah. all said what doesn't make sense is there usually isn't a problem saying, hey, we have this emergency that came in. Yeah. We're not going to be able to get to it until this time or you're going to need to reschedule. Why didn't they just do that? So. Right. It's weird. Th- this this kind of shit gets to me and pisses me off mainly because i mean one having dogs and dealing with like vets especially these last like two years i absolutely fucking despise the receptionists at the uh the uh place that we take our dogs to yeah like i fucking hate them because Mm -hmm. they are rude they are shitty fucking individuals because they're not techs they're not doctors they're literally just the fucking receptionists and they have absolutely fucking zero empathy for for your situation or for the dog situation they don't give a fuck about anything and they treat you like you're fucking trash like very they're bizarre just, they're just they're fucking awful and i don't understand how you get they, a position yeah, like they that just have attitudes. And, and, and lack empathy and have so much fucking attitude like i hate that shit like don't you ever fucking smirk at me if you're a fucking receptionist and you're pissing me off like are you kidding me like, the fucking smirk would set me off, too. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the kind of shit that's like, <sighs> Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I. <sighs> the, uh, it reminds me of how, like, also, there, there's no winning with these situations. Like, the, yeah. last time, the last time we took Koji in, right, he had an appointment at, at, at 830 in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. I arrive at 815, and I'm like, hey, we're here. And they're like, okay, cool. Somebody will be out shortly for you, right? And I'm like. All right, cool. The The next appointment that he had was also at 8.30 in the morning. I arrive at 8.15, and they go, you're a bit early, so, you know, you're going to have to wait a bit. Okay. Like, I know that I'm Right, early. like, my appointment's at like, 8.30. I yeah. I'm letting you know that I'm here because the appointment is at 8.30, meaning that's when he's supposed to be seen by the doctor. Yeah. Like, people seem to forget right. this shit. So you should be doing your paperwork yeah, and like, all the intake it's shit. Like he and... should be in the office at 8.30. They don't come out and get him until 8.45. So what? I sat there for 30 fucking minutes. Then somebody comes out to get him. And then you sit in the office and like, I, and I get it. There's other things going on and other people, other, uh, you know, maybe another, maybe another person has a lot of questions in their whole yeah. life. Yeah. I get all that. But at the same time, don't like get this weird like, well, you're here. Well, yeah, I'm here when I should be. I'm here at 815 for an 830 appointment. And every time I've come here before that, it's like, yeah, somebody out there shortly. Now, don't post. Well, you're here early. No shit, Sherlock. Like, what? The- yeah. 
I hate when I do make an appointment for something and I have to wait. So what was the yeah. point of me making the appointment? Yeah. All, all doctors, you know? no matter what it is, if it's a fucking vet or an actual doctor, are the fucking worst for that because you will literally get there. You, you're, you, you, you are to make an appointment. You are expected to be there 30 minutes early, but also you're expected to be okay with them being an hour late. Like, so, and you just have to dedicate all this extra time. And then by the time they get you into the fucking room, you still wait on them even longer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's like, you know, and it's one of those things where I look at it and I, there's the part of me that wants to go, Hey, this is like, it's not their fault. But at the same time I go, you know what? No, it is their fault because that just means they need more fucking doctors. If you can't meet your appointment, it's kind of like that same, that same, uh, mentality of, you know, when people get mad about like. Oh, you shouldn't just quit your job because that puts the other people out. If you just lo- walk out, that means your other employees get fucked. No, your other employees are getting fucked because management didn't hire enough people. It's not on the employees to do this shit. But at the same time, it, if you make an appointment, you need to meet that fucking appointment. I, hire more vets. I I, t- I talk not about the vet stuff, but I talked to somebody about the doctor stuff, like specifically going in and, and uh, you know, you have an appointment, but then you have to wait like an hour. And they said that, when, you know, you have a, a an office that's, you know, pretty, pretty popular with with this one doctor or whatever, uh, one person calling in and saying, I need to be seen today can throw off the entire day because you have to figure out how to get them in in between visits and also, you know, try to uphold the same appointment. And someone taking extra time to, like, continuously ask the same questions will throw off the entire day. And and I, I understand, like, I understand when it comes to, like, asking the questions about, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, people are curious about their own health. Right? Yeah. However, I can't really get behind the whole, I need to see you today. Well, so does everybody else. That's why they're all going to the doctor. You know, like, you, and you have no idea if your emergency is any more yeah. of an emergency than anybody else's. So I'm sorry, but I don't care. Like, if it's that big of an emergency, then go to the fucking ER or go to a fucking urgent care. But, like, if you're like, I, it's an emergency, I got to see Dr. fucking Smith. Okay, well, so why do you think all the other people are here, too, though? You know, unless you're literally bleeding out, which you're not. So, and if you were, you would go to the fucking actual emergency room. There's just, you know, it's just like, at a certain point, you have to draw a line somewhere. And it shouldn't be like, oh, well, we'll put them in because they, they they insisted upon it. Well, what about me? I insisted upon it, too. You know, like, I got a fucking problem, too. And so does this person and this person. Like, we have appointments for a fucking reason. Maybe I'm being too fucking black and white about it, but I don't know. It's just I hate doctors and I hate vets, and they're all fucking trash. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It, it's it's really rough, and especially now, and and especially after we learned that, um, it's uh, specifically for the vet, um, since the pandemic, everything's been out of whack with the with the vets. Um, you know, uh, emergency vets have been overrun because they can't get in with the regular vets, especially since they you know the lockdown because that. of the restrictions and everything. They've been, and then you have to also take into account all these people who got a dog or a cat or a pet. During the pandemic, there was an onslaught of that. Um, So people had to go in and get the puppy shots and the the spay and neutering and and all that. And that really, you know, put an uptick on everything. And but here's my thing with that kind of (sighs) stuff, too. Like if it's, you know, when it went during like mid pandemic or like, you know, like towards the beginning, 
I get it. It's an adjustment period. You got to figure this stuff out, right? We are, we've been in this pandemic. We're going on fucking like two years of this mm-hmm. shit. So find a new solution. Hire more doctors. Literally do anything besides what you're doing now because it's not fucking working. This is if, if, if this is the new norm and that like, you know, we have to fucking stay outside and we can't be in there or whatever the fuck it is, like then you need to figure out how to get more people in. And if that means y'all got to work an extra two days or fi- or get because like th- that's it. They're also closed on like fucking certain days. OK, well, then open up on those days and have a doctor that can can, can then work them, you know, like because people are always willing to work, too. But it's like, oh, well, the whole clinic closed on Sunday. Why? Why is the whole clinic closed on Sunday? There could be that's that's a whole fucking day that I guarantee somebody would be willing to work. There's always days that people yeah. are willing to work. But you just decide to close on Sundays because fuck them, I guess. You know, like, then get a doctor that would work on Sundays. Like, there's there's solutions that people could do by now, but they're just choosing not to. Everyone wants to live like it's 2019 when it's fucking 2021, and you got to fucking make new ways to adapt to this fucking situation as opposed to just continuing to I do, do nothing. I do agree with that. I feel like the world is really holding on to this 9 to 5 Monday through Friday yeah. like framework of things that just like because there's so many more freelancers and people that work for like entrepreneurs business like there's just more people who like work for themselves mm-hmm. or things that just have like not traditional work hours um i feel like there's a lot of industries like that or like eye doctors or whatever that that really are structured to this old way of doing business that doesn't really work for a, a, lot, a lot of people lot at of this people. point a lot yeah. of people yeah. yeah like a lot of people just being open from 8 a.m to 4 p.m monday or not even monday like tuesday through thursday yeah like you have to you have to adapt like maybe have some like one or two nights a week where you're open later or you're like yeah you're right why are you closed on a sunday like because a lot of people work monday through friday so how can you expect them to take off of work to exactly. go bring their their dog to get their teeth cleaned if they're fucking at work exactly. and they're off on sundays like there's you're right like there's got to be some person who's like i'll work a split shift there's there's always people willing to do it and there's some people who who work better for their schedule you yeah know? like right. so it's not even like it's not like oh i gotta work sunday like no that they don't give a shit because the their days that they would normally have off might be fucking monday and tuesday or whatever the fuck like you could easily find people that could make this clinic be open on sundays that like you have a doctor that just works on sundays or whatever the fuck or Mm -hmm. works sunday through fucking thursday so they always have Mm -hmm. overlap you could find a fucking receptionist and vet techs that'll be willing to work on sunday like my last my last vet in hawaii it was it was a considerably small clinic they still had four fucking vets that worked there. And yeah. it's because they would switch off, switch yeah. off days. And, mm-hmm. and that's just it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I've had animals for like, I've had pets for like a majority of my life. And it hasn't been until the last couple of years that like, this has been an issue. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, literally like I, I, I'm so fucking tired of fighting with them to get like one of our dogs an appointment when it's like, Okay, well, he's literally out of medicine that you guys prescribed him and he needs. Oh, well, right. we can get him in in three weeks. What do you like, mean in mean? three fucking weeks? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like, what, what, if you're all doing, if you're all saying this shit, that you're all overbooked and all this, then you're fucking failing at this point and something has to change because it's never been like this. I, like, it used to be like, oh, I could, I, I've literally 
there were like back in like 2009, there would literally be things like, oh, I gotta take, I gotta take my cat to the vet real quick. Like in the same fucking day. Can you come in later today? Yeah, whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know what the fuck has happened, but it's like impossible now to just get a normal vet appointment within like a reasonable amount of time. I do not fucking understand it. Like something has just happened that it's just like impossible now. And it's just like something has to change because like we, what are we supposed to do? We can't make it any better. It's like they need to fucking make it better. They need to have more hours, more employees, whatever the fuck they need to do needs to happen. I, I think it's um, it's more like split shifts. It's like uh, there are a lot of businesses are just very focused on like, no, we close at five. I don't know. It's the way we've always done it. And then they'll be off on some stupid day like Monday. And it's like all industry people are off on Monday. So you're alienating so many working people that work Friday and Saturday. Yeah. 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 You know, and you so you're closed on Monday, like they're one day like. And, and to push even farther, too, it's one of those things like even like the hours are getting. To, again, we we ha- it's like it's weird because like we talk about like the lack of jobs and all this stuff, right? How many more jobs that open up if places stopped closing at five? Because there are people again, there are people who'd be willing to work later than that. There's people who'd be willing to work any any. Yeah. There's always somebody I guarantee it willing to work any shift for any hours at any fucking point in time. For any industry. For any industry. <laughs> and if the places were, like people you people might argue like oh well you know they might not get as much business, but one. You don't know that, you know, like right. Until you don't you, know that unless and, you tried. And, you haven't tried because you're all like boomers. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's just it. Like there are so like because it's, like oh, we've never done that before. She's never been done that. There, sushi. There are places that Sam and I have gone to try to get food that have closed at seven p.m. on the weekend. And you're like, you I don't even fun. know what that means. That's dinner time. That's yeah. like, that's, <laughs> it's I'm not dinner time. 7 p.m. on a fucking Saturday. It's they bright were as shit outside. There's, the traffic <laughs> is in full fucking force right now. No and they're like, oh, we're closed. What the fuck do you mean? Like, get off this fucking baby boomer bullshit I, nine to five schedule, people, man. Like, people literally forget that there are a there's a whole industry of people who work overnight who still need things. We need to grocery shop. We need doctor's appointments. We need to get fucking we need to get fast food. We're on lunch breaks. And, and you the, know, like they they completely forget about this shit. I would absolutely love to have a 24 hour retail somewhere around here. And that's yeah. the, the irony, the fucking irony of it, especially with the doctors thing, too, is the fact that they're like. It's not just us who's like, oh, we got we weird schedules, you know, like, oh, I work night shift for my fucking tech job or whatever. Doctors and hospitals work night shifts. Yeah. What about yeah. them? What about nurses and doctors and all these people who need to go out and get some firefighters? Yeah. All yep. there's plenty of like there's plenty of what people would consider real jobs or whatever the fuck that all work nights as well. Or who do you think keeps the fucking right. world running? Like the electricians and the fucking people who working at like like your electric company construction workers they're there all night long the people who are managing your internet are there all night fucking long you know these are like the the people that are literally keeping the world running are doing so at night yet have no access to anything they're still on this structure of like nope if you don't work at a bank like you don't have a real job yeah yeah and it's It's like yet they they will gobble up all the fucking all the work and hard, like the hard work that everybody's doing to keep their fucking life normal, 
You know, yeah. like you. you like, you're right. It's not just people like me, like just bartender. Who cares? It's not a real job. But like, it's not just people like me. It's like infrastructure people. Yeah. People mm-hmm. that are like taking care of the sewers. People yep. that are. Yep. Um, it never stops. Garbage, it's- garbage men. I don't know if that's like the PC term, but like they're working at like two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They it, have to eat. They have to go shopping. They have yeah, to. They like, have to do things too. They have to do things, and, and like, they're people, it's, and it's not. These big ass industries have like so many I people hate, working. It's just, I hate the structure, like the corporate. Like everyone has to be Monday through Friday from this time to this time. You have a half an hour break. It's like the world just doesn't work that way. It does not fucking work that way, and it's like. I don't know how you possibly get any of that to change because we're just fucking three small voices on the internet. But like, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's infuriating because we like, we're affected by it, but people who are much more important than us are also affected by it. Right. It's not just me that is off on a a random Monday, like doctors, nurses, paramedics. They have the same sort of, you know, so this whole like, uh, well, and then you're punished 4 p.m. Yeah. And that's it. You're, you're punished for doing it not only because you can't get food but like also yeah. what if you get sick well okay so i'm awake at these hours and i'm sick at these hours and that means now i have to go to the fucking urgent care and pay more money because i don't get to have a normal doctor because my normal doctor is only there from fucking until 4 p.m you know like right you, you just get and punished. normal. you're so right like 4 p.m why are you closing at 4 p.m people who work a regular job are still at work yeah and you're so catering like, to this like really very odd social structure but you're not even catering to that i really like, you know so, so like, you many doctors' offices close at like 4 p.m. Yeah, so you basically live the life of I guess I'm just going to urgent care and paying more money for everything uh-huh. forever, and or I have to lose out in money and leave my like yep. take off yeah. from yep. my job because you won't stay open till like 7 p.m. Yep. on a Wednesday. It's just it's like nothing crazy. Like you can just go like work your regular job and go to your doctor's apartment apartment apartment. appointment. What you gotta do to get service? You know, just go to your appointment at like six p.m. Yeah. If my nail tech can do it, right? These vets can do it. You best believe my nail tech is open at nine p.m. on a Friday. And you're you're telling me like especially fucking believe. Especially with how erratic and fucking like the, the thing is too our our sleep schedules as human beings like are some of the most erratic like not just like us three as people but just g- people in general like is structured around like work right so that's why like if you don't have work a lot of people might sleep in more because like they're they're falling onto their their natural fucking sleep schedule their natural circadian rhythm and everything right. You, you're telling me there aren't fucking vets out there who are just like more naturally leaning towards night owl. You know, they'd be willing to yeah, fucking do the job absolutely. because they themselves are more night owls and they went into the field of fucking being a vet. But the offices are only open till nine to five. So now they force themselves. Like, it's just fucking stupid. You know, like it's all fucking stupid. Tear down the system and build it all over again. We're fucking destroying the establishment. Yeah. Down with everything. Rage against the machine. Rage against the machine. <laughs> Tom Morello. Morello. Tom Morello. Fucking show us the way. Tom Morello. Pave the pave the fucking. Is this shit ain't working? Yeah. Uh, I'm an angry millennial, and I have stuff to say. God damn. I inherited the fucking salt of the earth. Right. <laughs> 
So what have you got for us? Layers <laughs> of deception. Oh. Okay, well, let's get into it. All right, it's time for layers of deception where I try to trick my friends because I care, you know? Uh, so I find two headlines, one from theonion.com, which is a satire comedy website, and one that is real. It exists on the internet. It's something that actually happens, and then we'll see who's right and who's laughing. I don't know. All right. So article <laughs> number one is Juilliard opens business school for students who realize acting thing probably is a long shot. <laughs> And uh, second article headline is scientists tweak daddy long legs genes to create daddy short legs. It's the daddy long legs. You know it's those. Daddy long. They're, they're out here playing with fire. <laughs> they're out here. They're fucking. They're doing Wait, some really, shit. You guys are so confident that this is the real one. Yeah. Because scientists. Okay. Just, scientists you need to be scientists really need to be like, let's take this daddy long legs and make it a daddy short legs. I'm gonna I'm sound like my I'm gonna sound like my dad here for uh -oh. a second because okay. this is something he said all the time, but I do agree with. Scientists literally set off a nuclear bomb in the ionosphere, and then went. We got a hole in the ozone layer, guys. <laughs> like. Well, maybe if you weren't setting up just to see what happens, nuclear bombs in the ionosphere, just to see what fucking happens, they, they don't give a shit. They are all about, let's see what happens. So that's why it's daddy long. Okay. Ways. All right. Well, you guys are right. You guys have been really figuring me out. I got to switch up my game, but uh, they are correct. To some, they're charming. To others, they're creepy. But regardless of your feelings about the daddy long leg spider, odds are good you've seen the ubiquitous, that's a word that I don't know how to ubiquitous. say, arachnid cruising up a wall or cruising over its silky web somewhere. And no, it's most certainly not capable of killing you. Now, scientists have done something with one species of the house-dwelling spider you've certainly never seen before. They've created daddy short legs specimens by tweaking the creature's genes. Oh, nothing bad can come of this. Just just a casual tweaking of one's genes. Researchers led by Gilherm Gaynet, that's a person, I guess, from the University of Wisconsin, first sequenced the genome of Phalangium. Oh, God, fuck these words. Technically not a spider, but a close relative. Okay, so the, the technical term for the daddy long legs, whatever the hell that is. Thought to be among the most widespread of more than 6,000 different species of daddy long legs, also known as harvestmen, documented worldwide. Next, the scientists use a technique called RNA interference to basically turn off or knock down a pair of genes associated with leg development in hundreds of daddy long leg embryos. The result was that six of the animal's eight legs were about half the size of their normal unengineered counterparts. But why? Yeah, why? But why? So... Just so a little little bit of science here for for everybody, and also in case we have any European li listeners, when we say daddy long legs, we are referring to the American daddy long legs. In England, mm -hmm. they actually have a different daddy long legs. What we call mm -hmm. the crane fly, or just fucking like, uh, just those, those fucking like house those big old house flies you get with the fucking, uh, what are they called? They're fucking. 
it's like it's basically like a it's just a big bug with wings. That's what mm -hmm. they call daddy long legs in England. So when you say oh, daddy long legs, they don't think of the spider. They think of the fucking like a fly. It's like oh, a, I've never yeah. heard of that. That's interesting. Yeah. The legs seem to be transformed into a different kind of appendage known as a pedipalp, which is used in handling food. So they gave them little hands. Oh, God, they're going to kill us all. The genome of the daddy long legs holds great potential to clarify the complex history of arachnid genome evolution and body plan, as well as to reveal how daddy long legs make their unique long legs. The study is, I don't feel like reading this anymore. That's gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I looked up because I looked it up about like what they call it in England. Okay, mm -hmm. what they call this in the South? Yeah. A skeeter eater. A skeeter eater. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I the like things, that name. They're literally the things that they kind of look like a giant mosquito. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, um, mayfly. No, that's it. The mayflies. That. So yeah, in in England, it's a crane fly or called a mayfly, but they call those daddy long legs. Which isn't that really weird that we had like like two parts of the world were like, you know what? We found this weird bug. Let's call it daddy long legs. Like, that's a yeah, skeeter eater. Right. That's one of them that are skeeter eaters. That's a skeeter emmer ducks. Skeeter eater. Amber ducks. Amber ducks. You never heard that? No. You're from the South. You never heard the whole Amber ducks thing? It's like like two men are talking like MR ducks. MR not ducks. OSMR ducks. Like what? it's a whole thing. No. I don't fucking know. You wow. You're really up. bad at this. It's a whole fucking Southern thing. You no, it's know not. All about it. Yes, it no. is. Uh, it doesn't look sound it like it is. Listen, mm -hmm. listen, look it up. When have I ever been wrong about things? You guys keep trying to pull this shit, well, but then you realize I'm always right. There's an authentic Southern person on this call. Yeah, but just because she's an authentic Southern person doesn't mean she knows everything about the South. You guys I, also... I'm going to vote she probably knows more than we do. I'm going to give it to her on this one. Amber Ducks, look it up. All right. I guarantee. But you have to do the, the was it Boomhauer? You have to do the Boomhauer voice. Yeah, Amber Ducks. Oh, Amber Ducks. <laughs> Or it doesn't thing. count. I don't know what it's from. I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation before, and you told me that your dad told you about it, and I said that is not it's a, a fucking real thing. thing. <laughs> and I look, and I, you know what? And then I looked up and I showed you, and then you went, Ugh, like you always do. Where I, when I'm like, when I when I when I prove you wrong. Yeah, Mr. Ducks joke. Mr. Ducks. My God. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know where it came from. I just like. There's a whole thing with it. See, you MR just ducks. made it up. MR That's not. where it came OSMR, from. OSMR, CM. Like, it's a, I don't know what it comes from. It's just, it exists, and it's been around forever, and I don't okay. know where it came from. Okay. That's probably, that's probably Texas, which really isn't the South. What do we call in the South? Fucking, they, everything's the South. Everything below Kentucky is South. And, the, and Kentucky thinks of the South when they're actually the North. But they're. They are? Yeah. Yeah, Kentucky oh. is still the South. They, 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 like. When you draw the when you draw the fucking line or whatever, technically Kentucky mm -hmm. is the north, but they call themselves they think they're the south. I mean, and and I'm pretty sure they're the Listen, war they if were you want to be a pick me and be like I'm southern, you can take it. Right. <laughs> all all I'm, you can all I've got to say is that there's really no difference between Kentucky and Tennessee, and Tennessee is the south. Well, also I'm pretty sure <laughs> that stems from the fact that like during the Civil War, Kentucky was one of the neutral states. Oh, maybe so they, yeah. they weren't like they were like, ah, we don't really want to be a part of any of this. And we're in we're in the we're in the literal mil middle, and uh, we just want to grow some corn. If y'all could just leave us out of this. But yeah, yeah. So, but guess what? What when you don't speak up, 
you're on the side of hatred. Then you're on the side of the south. Hey. Yeah. So fuck yeah. you, Kentucky. The, the the problem the problem with the south is that so many people think they're in the south when we'll be up here and see some shit. I'm like, dude, you are in Oregon. Like you are mm-hmm. you are as north as you can possibly. You can yeah. be almost. You're almost as north as you can. Honestly, be. I. Well, I mean, we've had this conversation about yeah. Oregon and Washington yeah. plenty I, of times. We know why that is. I've definitely been surprised at seeing some shit. Like even our hillbilly neighbors. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> how I mean, many miles was, away am I right now? Like, goddamn. I mean, fucking. I'm from Ohio, man. We literally are we're touching Canada, and it's full of fucking. Rednecks, like people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like the cities, it's the same. It's the same as everywhere else in the country. You go to the city and it's fucking normal ass people. You go into the fucking rural areas, and it's just fucking. Oh, it's fucking Confederacy will rise again. You're like, you're in Ohio, dude. You were never part of Confederacy. Confederacy will rise again. I yeah. Shut up, dude. Like (laughs) we were, we were, we've been watching Preacher and. it, I, lo- I didn't finish it yet, but I love Preacher. Okay, so we're we're just finishing season one. I've never seen anything oh, past okay. it. I'm in the last season. Okay, I've never that's seen so anything past it, so that's why I was like, we need to start this again. I think you'd like it, but yeah. For those that don't yeah, know, Preacher fun. takes love place it. in Texas, and one of the characters on the show um, takes part in uh, Civil, Civil War, War reenactments. Civil War reenactments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. I looked at AJ one time, and I was like, imagine... Imagine fucking some dude who gets dressed up on the weekends and pretends to fight for the Confederacy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I could imagine never. that larping. I there could is... never. I no. could never. Take Even if seriously. like I were Southern, um, and and like you know, my ideologies were like aligned with that, which they very much are not. But even if I were right, if I. I couldn't take that shit seriously. Like, you're a huge loser. Like, you're going to a Civil War reenactment. Like, even if I, like, was into that sort of shit, I'd be like, you're lame. You're putting on a costume and pretending to fight in the Civil War with other losers. So, in elementary school, I I distinctly remember, yeah, I distinctly remember them putting together Civil War reenactments and we had to watch it. And I, it didn't, wow. it didn't, you know, obviously as a fucking, you know, six, seven, eight year old, I, I don't know what the hell is happening besides, you know, right. the Civil War happened and now yeah. I'm watching this battle. But then I remember we went to the high school one time and the high schoolers were, they had set up this whole like Civil War encampment to teach everybody like, oh, this is how people lived when they fought in the war. And I'm like, what, who, why, why are we being taught? Why do I give a fuck? Right. I think Why? We lost. We lost. <laughs> the, Do y'all forget no, that? You lost. <laughs> I think I, that's that's the that's the biggest fucking problem with like the American South in general, and just and and really, it's it's an it's an American problem overall. Is the fact that like you know you look at you look at Germany, and the moment they fucking lost, mm, they mm-hmm, they completely. Mm-hmm outlawed anything nazi propaganda anything fucking swastika all of it and they they have shamed themselves they embrace their shame have you ever been to germany no No. 
But like, so I've been I've been to Berlin and um, Berlin was deeply affected. It was very bombed. So not only did they leave the buildings that were bombed, they left them there. Like there was a big I, I apologize. I forgot the name, but there was this big cathedral. Very, very old. Half this. You look at it front on. It's fine. You turn around to the back. Fucking roofs blow blasted off. Right. They left it like that. Like you have to fucking look at that when you're going to the market. You're just going to the pharmacy. You're picking up. You got to fucking look at the consequences for your actions. So they left it like that. And they also had these little plaques uh, in the sidewalk, embedded in the sidewalk, where like if you're just walking, you won't trip and fall, but you'll trip and like notice that they're like. Like when the sidewalk is uneven, you're like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. shit, you won't actually fall. But it's literally to get your attention when you're walking and it'll have on the sidewalk um, like this was a bakery and this person owned it and they never came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and 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 that's just it is like they they embrace their shame. They yeah. embrace what happened. Mm-hmm. They teach. It was crazy. It was teach, so surreal to see that. Yeah. When they teach it, wow. they literally say like, you know, our, they basically, they admit full on that this is a fucking terrible blight on our own history. This is fucking awful. Yet here we did not do that. We did not outlaw the fucking nope. Confederate flag for whatever godforsaken reason. They fucking well, freedoms, ro- freedoms. Yeah, speech. they fucking romanticize the shit. Yeah, and then we got we like, had a fucking, disagreement. We got the fucking like what the mothers of the Confederacy or whatever, like Something building like, that, like yeah. building fucking statues, literally in the sixties, like. Yeah, they're, they're yeah like, that's like, the thing. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, they're taking down these statues. I'm like, they're not, like... These statues were there to literally the 1800s, fucking... From the 1800s, they were meant as scare tactics. Yeah. They, these statues are literally there to go, hey, black people, we're still here. Watch like, out. They're literally, they're yeah. threats, you fucking yeah. ignorant pieces of they're shit. Like, literally threats. They're and, not, like, these historically significant, like, they haven't been up for 150 years, nothing like that. They're shittily made commissioned pieces of tin yeah. that sit in these public parks these these fucking warning. the confederate flag 100 percent needs to be outlawed and not sold anywhere and fucking yeah. illegal to have i don't give a fuck it's fucking freedom of I, speech no, I agree bullshit with you. i agree with you is is for the fucking birds man like it's so because everybody like americans are fucking stupid we're a stupid ass nation who for some yes. reason believe that like we it's like we have this weird belief that like every other country in the world doesn't have freedom of speech, but they yeah. do. That's the weirdest. Like it's like you 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 got. Do you guys really yeah. think that well, fucking, mo- most countries? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, do you most think countries. that like fucking most modern day countries don't have freedom of speech? But the thing like, is, too, people don't understand that the freedom of speech doesn't. It's literally, it's literally so that the government. It's 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 the freedom. It's it's the freedom to speak out against your government. That's what it is. Because fucking King George was a fucking tyrant, and if you spoke out against him, you got killed. That's the whole point. That was the entire reason they went. Okay, well, we don't want another fucking King George. We need a leader that the people can go. Hey, you're fucking up, and then they give the power to the people. That was the entire point. You fucking morons right but it's just like it's another thing that i feel about the confederate flag in general i just feel like it's treason because the whole point of the confederacy was to uh, deflect and leave the union right Mm -hmm. so you Mm -hmm. lost Mm -hmm. and to me all the people are like oh it's our history i'm like oh okay so your history of treason because like you were literally trying to deflect from the country so what is this quote unquote like they're, they're, culture it's not yeah it's, it's, it's not, not our history so i think that just just that alone the fact that 
the states were trying to, uh, this is a whole history lesson that doesn't mean fucking delve into but like the fact to me that it's not banned because of that alone it's like you try to make your own country are yeah. you fucking serious and, and that's just it that is not the confederate flag the confederacy that is not the history of the united states of america no, the united it's not, states was it's still not your there. history it's not the your con- culture yeah. it's the united your- states fought the confederacy Confederate States of America, which was at the time considered another fucking country. So, yeah, you can't right. be like, it's our history. No, so, it's not. You so didn't exist. wave that flag still in the in the United States of America and still claim to be a patriot. They're conflicting ideas to me. And they've always been. And just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I've had this conversation with many people over my many years of life, and it never makes sense to me. It's people who stupid. really think that they have the right to, to wave that flag. And I'm not even talking about the grotesque history about it. I'm just talking about... In general. I'm just talking about the facts. Like, you lost a war in which you were... You disagreed with freeing slaves. And you're like, okay, we're going to make our own country. Let's fight about it. And you lost. How are you allowed to wave that flag? Like, do you think people are... Like, it's like... That's the equivalent of, like... Not that Russia is a good example of anything, but like waving the, like the USSR. The USSR doesn't exist anymore, you know, or like right. the Ottoman Empire it doesn't exist anymore. You know, like all right. these things, they're, they're gone. The Confederacy is gone. Stop, stop romanticizing this shit. Like and this, the Confederacy only lasted like four years. Like there's TV shows that last longer than that. SpongeBob, is that my history? I think it is. <laughs> so, Skeeter Eaters. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you. You talk about you the know, South you get a couple and... leftists on a podcast. Yeah, it hits the fan. You bring the South into anything, and you just got to. They're just Listen, like, oh can't talk God. about the South without shitting on them a little bit. You know? but gotta... That's really that's just how I've always looked at it. I'm like, you know, g- grotesque history aside, how are you allowed to wave that flag? I don't get how? it. Yeah, like, hey, uh, uh, yeah, literally ignoring uh, everything. It's like it's literally like. Like, like, because it's, it's supposed. There's a lot of things that are considered treason, yet somehow waving the flag of the country. I never that understood how that wasn't country. considered treason. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know, right? It just doesn't make any sense to me. The math ain't mathin. You guys want to hear about Kevin? Yeah, I would love to hear about Kevin. Okay. So now that we've gone on our history rant, sorry yeah. everybody, but sometimes you just got to go on a little history I'm rant. Sorry, fuck it, whatever. Um, it needs to be said sometimes. It does. This is, I didn't, I never, I didn't re- read the account name until just now. Kentucky Fried Soy. I don't know why. But, I need uh, it. So this is from, uh, you know, stories about Kevin. This is called Kevin Doesn't Know What Mold Is. <laughs> this actually is a two, a two part story because there has an edit for something else that people are asking about. So it says, my brother, Kevin, or my brother, the Kevin in the story has Never been the sharpest tool in the shed. He believes that dolphins cause cancer, but we aren't here to discuss that. Yes, we are. Don't worry. There's an edit. And it's for that in specific. Dolphins, the animal? Yes. Cause cancer. Yeah. No, the Miami yeah. dolphins. They're, they're, out there, they're just out there spreading cancer. Uh, one day, Kevin was eating a croissant and asking when we got blue cheese croissants. He was saying how delicious they were. And when the soonest we would have more. This is odd because the last time we bought croissants was weeks ago. I saw him holding a croissant that was covered in blue mold and happily munching away at it. I told him that it was moldy and not safe to eat. But he insisted that it was fine because it tastes all good to me. I threw out all the rest when he wasn't looking so he couldn't eat any more blue cheese croissants. This man! And as for the edit... 
It says, edit, y'all wanted to know more about the dolphins. Okay, well, five or six years ago, Kevin was a young adolescent and we still had some hope his brain would develop further. He is very curious and loves to ask questions. So I was explaining how electro electromagnetic waves work in simple terms that electromagnetic electronic electromagnetic waves with really high frequencies can cause cancer. He looked shocked and asked, "So, wait, does that mean that dolphins cause cancer?" I had to keep questioning Kevin to figure out how on earth he came up with that con conclusion. He thought that one, electromagnetic waves and the waves in the ocean are the same, that, and that two, that all waves in the ocean are created by the movement of the dolphins. Thus, he concluded that dolphins cause cancer. I thought he was confusing, like, sonar. That's what I was, I was literally thinking he was going to go for, like the, so, like, the sonar that they have. Like, oh, yeah, they cause cancer with their sonar. Kevin, Kevin. Not like, dolphins cause waves, and waves cause cancer. And the Kevin. dolphins cause cancer. Hello. Kevin, we have much to talk about. Kevin, please stop this shit. Kevin, <sighs> cut with it. All right, so, um, where the fuck did I go? Oh, so, I've been investigating some, some new ones. Uh, this is from another subreddit called Tales from the Front Desk, and it's all about hotel employees, which... Let's face it, hotel employees have some pretty good fucking stories. Like, everybody that I've ever talked to who's worked in a hotel has had some fucking ridiculous uh, stories. Having worked in hotels, I yeah. definitely agree with this. Um, okay, so the title is, I thought she was checking in for a one-night stand. Boy, was I glad to be wrong. Um... I don't know how to, what that means. <laughs> so this happened a while ago before worldwide quarantine became a thing, but I hadn't reached the karma minimum to post till recently. So enjoy. Uh, I've been working as a front. I'd been working as a front desk agent for about a week. It's my first time working at a hotel, so I'm still learning the ropes, even though I'd previously worked as a check-in agent for a cruise line. I'm working the afternoon shift, and things have been pretty slow. A couple of check-ins here and there, and that's about it. It's about 7 p.m. when this lady, we'll call her Libby, comes in, and after talking things out at the valet, makes her way over to me. We exchange greetings, and she tells me she would like to reserve a room, but only for a couple hours. Obviously, we're not a motel, so I let her know the mim minimum of time she could reserve a room for would be a full night. After asking what the price would be, $240, which is way too much for the kind of hotel I work at, by the way, she agrees and hands me her credit card. This is where things get weird. As soon as I ask her for ID to make the reservation, Libby backtracks and says that she doesn't want her name anywhere on the reservation and would like to make it under the name of the guy who would be joining her later. Instead... I pause for a moment, and after asking her again if she was planning on using the room as well, I tell her that I at least need to put her name into the accompanying list for the room. I reassure her that only the employees would be able to see said list and that no, the guy she was planning to meet wouldn't see it. I would like to make it very clear that throughout this whole interaction, Libby has been super composed, kind, and understanding. At this point, however, I'm just thinking she's here for a one-night stand and doesn't want the dude to know anything about her because, well, she's probably married or something. Which I can work with, sure, but why not just actually get a motel, lady? This theory of mine is further solidified when Libby asked me to make a note in the reservation so that if at any point we need to address her by name around this dude, we wouldn't call her by her real name and instead she gives me a fake name, or so I thought, to address her by. At this point, 
I'm obviously bewildered, but still trying to be accommodating and trying really hard not to let it show how much I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. We go through the rest of the check-in process, and she even goes as far as showing me a pic of the dude so I'll know who he is when he comes in. I hand her the key, and she heads to her room. About an hour later, mystery dude walks in. Let's call him Jake. My coworker, who has no clue of anything, ends up checking him in, so I don't really get to see much of Jake. To be honest, at this point, I still wasn't giving the whole thing much thought other than, that's a bit weird. Not even 30 minutes have passed since Jake went up when Libby comes back down, hands me both keys, they both received one each, says thank you in the most serious yet cordial way, and then walks off. Multiple thoughts went through my mind as this lady was making her way to the valet. One, that was way too fast, even for a quickie. Two, why the hell did she give me two keys? Where's Jake? Three, Libby, please tell me you didn't murder Jake. Security is standing behind me, staring Libby down, probably having the same thought process as I am. The supervisor for security usually spends the night hanging out at the front desk. My coworker and I are whispering with each other, still trying to figure out what the hell happened, because that did not look like a lady who had just had a pleasant romp in the sheets. Cue Jake coming down the stairs and, okay, we can breathe, he's not dead. Now, what happened next, we couldn't see because we suddenly had an onslaught of distressed passengers, like 30. I wanted to die. So I thought I wouldn't find out what the hell happened between Libby and Jake. But then the worker from the valet came over and boy, did he have some tea to spill. Turns out that Libby had gone as far as asking valet guy to park her car in a way that the license plate wouldn't be visible. Why? Turns out Jake is Libby's husband. I knew it! And you might be asking yourself by this point, why has this lady gone through so much trouble to hide anything that might give her identity away from her husband? Well, dear reader, because the alias that Libby gave me just so happened to be the name of the girl Jake was cheating on her with. I fucking knew it. Also, Sushi, you're kind of quiet. Oh, I am? Yeah, got a little. How's that? How's that? Much better, much better. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then uh, the the mistress was probably up there. Or. No, he, I, I think he. She I, at least he saw that in, they went my, for the meeting. He walked yes. in expecting the mistress and then saw his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. woman <laughs> somehow got her cheating ass husband to believe that his girlfriend had booked them a sweet, sweet night at the hotel. Only for him to show up and find his wife sitting on the bed instead. This badass motherfucker of a woman came back mm-hmm. downstairs after probably massacring the hell out of this idiotic boy with not a hair out of place and calmly had the valet bring both of their cars back and then patiently waited for Jake Schmake to get his sorry ass back to the lobby so that she could extend her hand and demand their house keys from him. She then got into her car and drove away. The only thing that would have made this even better was if Jake Schmake's girlfriend had also been there to tear into him as well. I like to think she had a part to play in this whole thing, since how else would Libby have managed to trick him into getting into the hotel? The point is, this woman is all I aspire to be. Did you ever know that you're my hero? <sighs> you know, like oh, that, that was good. I like that. Yeah, this one's my one of my new favorites. Tales from the front desk. Ugh. That that <clears throat> that is very good. I, I like. There are that is. If you ever want to like get stories from people, definitely talk to people who work in hotels because they see. Oh yeah. Some shit. Oh yeah. 
You know how many I found a dead guy stories I know from hotel people? It's ridiculous. I've heard that. I've heard that because I've known a lot of people who've worked in hotel. I did for like a couple weeks, so I, I don't even count it. Um, but I, I've known a lot of people over the years. I've worked in hotels and they say that like they find a lot of dead people. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like, like an alarming amount of <laughs> yeah. dead people. I never found a dead person, but like I definitely found beds and shit that were like shattered. Ugh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It, it, it's there. I, I've definitely seen a lot of shit, um, mm. both figuratively and literally, at, as working at a hotel. But <laughs> it is one of the. It's definitely one of those jobs that if you do it, do it just for the stories because holy shit, you see some right. Like you I see some shit. I've worked in both a higher end hotel, like a Marriott mm-hmm. sort of situation, mm-hmm. and I've also mm-hmm. worked in like more of like a no, more normal plebeian kind of like comfort suites level yeah. kind yeah. of hotel, and. They both have their interesting types of people that go in. Yeah. Yeah. But also they're very strict about like if a famous person ever stays there, it's 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 the uh, the amount of like, I mean, everyone's basically told do not fucking annoy this person. Yeah. You know, like you have to like basically be on like high alert at all times, but also like don't go into their fucking room. Don't do anything and. Don't be, don't I be know, weird. I'm not going to say who it is, but I know of one celebrity that is blacklisted from a lot of hotels because they're an adult bedwetter. Oh, no. They're like, it's like a known thing in the industry. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> and this person at this point is probably in their 50s. God damn. Danny Bonaducci. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Uh... He's older than 50. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, that's no, that's the, the Tales from the Front Desk is pretty good. I like that. Yeah. I definitely want to look into more like <clears throat> stories about like people's like job situations, like things like they, they get from their jobs, like on Reddit and see what I can find. Because, yeah, that's I mean, that's where a lot of that's honestly where a lot of fucking good things happen anyways. Yeah. People's, that's where all the juicy stories yeah, come people, from. People's juicy. workplace. But yeah, that was that was that was awesome. I enjoyed. A juicy I enjoyed, episode. I enjoyed both of the uh, the new things that Sam yeah. brought to the table. Yeah, I liked it. And you know, we had our social rant there for a little bit, but you know, sometimes well, you gotta have those. Happens um, every once in a while. It's all because of the skeeter eaters. Skeeter eaters. Mm. But do they actually eat mosquitoes? Is that the whole point? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like growing up, like someone older is always going to yell at you for killing it because it's like it's oh, like when you yeah. kill a spider it's yeah. like don't kill the spider the spider eats all the other bugs yeah you know that's so, a skeeter right. it's keeping us safe yeah yeah so yeah. God, okay i don't even know if they make this shit anymore um do they still make like fly paper yeah do they yeah 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 because i remember one time i literally got my hand stuck to it and it grossed me the fuck out because yeah. i was like, <laughs> like i was at my i was literally at my uncle's house and they had some like like <clears throat> They had one of those like rooms, like especially like they had a they had a back porch, but then they kind of turned it into like a sunroom, so it had like normal mm-hmm. walls, you know. But it still kind of had like a screen door thing, and I guess they had like had one right to the right of the screen door. Oh. So when I went to like I went to like lean on it or something, and I yeah. stuck my hand straight on it, and I realized what it was. Not only is it the stickiest shit ever, but it had flies on it, and it just disgusted oh. me. But then I realized I don't think I've ever seen one past that point. And I was a kid then, so like, no. they still make that shit, but. I, rem- I remember those ones that you like kind of like hang. That's what it was. It and was like, it curls. Oh, okay. No, yeah. this, is, this just hung down on the wall. Yeah. I'm thinking of the curly one. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the curly ones a lot. <sighs> did you guys ever did you guys ever like deal like like the bug zappers? 
Like, no, we had we had like we always had like I was like the 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 neighbors that had like the fucking loud ass bug zappers too. It's really loud. That's not just like for TV. No, they're they're pretty fucking loud. That's for rich people. Yeah, is it a bug zapper? I feel like that's. I don't think that's a rich people thing. I didn't have one. Anyway, so that's the barometer. Yeah. Sam and Nabbit's for rich folk. <sighs> we hope you guys enjoyed this full episode of Everyone Sucks Here with Sam Sushi and AJ. We will catch mm-hmm. you guys next week. Be sure to go check out all the other bullshit that we're doing. You can find links to everything for most of the things below. Um, if you have stories you want to give us, you know, contact at everyonesuckshare.com. Hit us up in the Gilded, gilded.gg slash everyone sucks here, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're, all, we're always hanging out in, in there, chatting and whatnot. And we'd love to have you joined us. So we'll see you guys next week for more more of this, more of whatever this is, whatever we're doing, talking about bullshit. Yeah, more of everyone sucks so. here. Yeah, so. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.